You're listening to Redefined the Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mahalik, leadership coach, human design mentor, and status quo disruptor. This podcast is dedicated to stepping outside of the boxes the world tries to put us in and finding new ways to see and experience life and business. Each week, we'll push the boundaries of the way things have always been and explore new ideas around how to create our most soul-aligned and pleasure-infused lives. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to myself and my guests as we understand life through our own unique lived experiences. I'm always open to your thoughts and perspectives and welcome any feedback should you have any. Thanks for being here and let's dive in as we redefine life, business, and spirituality one conversation at a time. Hello, hello, hello. I am super excited to welcome back Christy Avis to the show today. You guys met her on episode two, I believe it was, of the podcast because Christy is my high-level VA um, and we were talking about building and running teams. But today, Christy is here to talk about a different leg of her journey, which is where Christy became my client. (laughs) And all of the things that have transpired since we met, since she came on the team, what inspired her to become a client when I was her client, um, and all of the things that have shifted in her life. This is such a beautiful story, and I'm so excited to share it with you today. Welcome to the show again, Christy. Hi, I'm so excited to be here again again um you're the first double feature officially of redefined the podcast but when I was trying to think of someone who I know really has used human design in their life and in their business and in their relationships and has really been like a a before and after picture for human design (laughs) Like, who's my billboard? Like, you were the person. Because when I met you and hired you um, just about a year ago at the beginning of last summer, right? Um, Let's talk about where you were at in your business. You had just left your job, right? Yep. I had just left my job. And um, I had like a 13K month. I had a like 12 client list roster of almost all unaligned clients. I was completely burnt out, like to get to the point where I was ready to like make the jump to quit my job. I had been working 20 hour days, like getting four hours of sleep. I'd go to work. And then during my lunch break, I would literally speed home to have meetings with clients. And then I'd speed back to work. And I was like, not eating. I was not sleeping. It was, it was really rough. And my clients didn't know this, right? On the surface, I was like the happy VA, like, yes, I'm so happy to take your tasks and everything. But I was working every time my boss looked away, I was like doing stuff for my clients. And it was really, really rough. And the money just like, it was just money at the end of the day. I was dying. Yeah. And so I know that like right after this was happening, you quit your job and you were full-time and that's when we were connected. And I brought you on to my team as I was moving in to the launch of the Playday Payday. It was the first project <laughs> we worked on together. 
Yep. Play day, pay day. It was super triggering, right? Because you're, you're this coach and you're making lots of money. And here I am, I'm like working my ass off. And I'm like, what does this even mean playing to get paid? I was like triggered by it. Right. It's like, I work really, really hard and I'm putting in all of these hours. And I was really starting to see that like hard work wasn't equaling money, but in my body, that wasn't the reality. Right. And so there was so much like need for safety that this thing was really triggering for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you've told me now since then, I obviously did not know it at the time because you are like the utmost professional, right? (laughs) That you were like, I fucking hated you that month. (laughs) Like, because here you were feeling overworked and stressed. And then I'm like, you know, my turn on event was called for that program was called play your way to 10k right and it was really just like the most fun and flirty and lighthearted program about like really just opening yourself up through pleasure and play to receiving more and that was just not your reality literally I thought it wasn't for me like I thought that other people were able to do this thing where they got pleasure and play and I was destined and stuck to be the person who had to work hard for their money and pleasure and play weren't for me they were for other people and so at the same time while I was being triggered I also had this feeling of like she just deserves this I'm not deserving of this Hmm. (laughs) so that makes me so sad (laughs) It's okay. It's all different now. It's all different now. (laughs) That makes me so sad. And it really does like, because I know you're not the only person that feels like that. And I remember way back in the day when I felt like that, like, I don't get to have nice things like you do, right? That's great for you. It's all fine for you. I'm so glad that everything in life is working out for you. But like, that's not my story. That's not my reality. Right. And so I like, I remember that place. And so hearing that like makes me so sad because that was just such a hard way to live and exist in the world, thinking that like other people got the good things, but I never did. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's part of the reason why I have kind of felt like such a big advocate for service industry people, people behind the scenes and teams, because the more people I speak to who are on teams and running behind the scenes and even coaches, right? But also the people behind the scenes, they feel like they don't get to have pleasure and play and ease and that they're only assisting other people in their pleasure and ease and just enjoying life and making money from fun. And it has to be switched, right? Because it's a, it's, it's a mindset that we subscribe to. And I subscribe to the fact that I don't get that because I'm part of the service industry. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And you know that I have a lot of people who are service providers in my containers, lots of VAs, OBMs, like, you know, copywriters, these things. And that that's a story we hear a lot is like, I'm busy doing all of the work so that everyone else gets to go live in pleasure and play. Like, yeah, you get to make all the money while you go make work. You know, you get to have the $30,000 months in pleasure and play because I'm working 60 hour work weeks behind the scenes for 
$12 an hour. Totally, totally. And it has to change. It has to change. And like, that's part of the reason, like, that's kind of what led me to eventually hiring you, right? Because I saw, and we talked about this in the, in the episode that we did, you are the same person behind the scenes that you are to the face of the world. And so I saw that alignment in you. And I was like, this woman actually practices what she preaches. She is behind the scenes enjoying her life. And there is pleasure behind the scenes. And I've seen her move through fears and move through scary launches in a way that just like it blew my mind, right? Like even watching you launch for your, your mastermind, watching your personal power at the end of that launch, like I just couldn't not sign up. Right. And watching you do that, I was like, this woman is in the energy of attracting the things that she wants without working hard. And that's where it really clicked for me of like, oh, wait, it's not about what I'm doing. It's, it's about how I'm kind of feeling right. And being an embodiment of my work behind the scenes. So it was a huge shift for me seeing you go through like this launch is this launch feels like it's not working back in your power, killing it. This, this is a little bit scary, back in your power, killing it, ease behind the scenes, no panic, no emergencies. And I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the first time you came into any of my programs was in Redefined. Am I correct on that? I think it was Redefined. It was, it was either Redefined or Resurrection. Redefined came before Resurrection. So yes. Okay. So yeah, Redefined. Yeah. And you've been in basically everything since. Everything. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. Which is so good. And I love, and like, I, I mean, I did say this, I believe in the past episode too, like hearing you say that as somebody who is in the nitty gritty of my business, who sees where things aren't working, when things isn't working, who knows who's actually signing up, how much money is actually coming in, the process through which we create and sell and market and, you know, move through our business, like you get to see all of that for better or for worse. And the fact that you have chosen to allow me to be your coach and to be a guide for you, like is the highest honor, right? Because everyone else is ultimately buying off of what I choose to show them, right? And that's just the, that's just the reality, right? Like anybody in my, in a regular audience is only getting as much of me as I am willing to disclose. And in the perspective and light and through the filter of which I choose to disclose it. Right. And that's just like the reality. And even if you're being super authentic and vulnerable, like you still are in control of that. Right. And so you get to see me outside of what I'm choosing to disclose. You get to see me as like a whole human. And so for you to say things like that really is like the biggest compliment and the highest honor. So thank you for that. Um, so you came into redefined and that's the human design certification program, right? So we spent a handful of months together there learning human design. And what was that? What did that do for you? So in the beginning, it was, it was really, really exciting because human design had called to me and intrigued me from, from, like a period of time way before I met you, but I had never felt 
like I had ever integrated it, right? So human design was this cool thing, but it was just a bunch of knowledge for me and nothing that was ever embodied or practiced. So I saw the way that human design and alignment was affecting your life. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to learn human design because I had this, this thing inside of me that was like, I know I am meant to be doing something that really lights me up, right? And the VA work was lighting me up, but it just felt like there was misalignment, right? Because I was burnt out and I was struggling with boundaries and I was really big into people pleasing and just couldn't release these pieces that needed to be released. And so going into the human design, it was like, okay, we're going to learn this information, but this time we're going to embody it. And that was kind of the the take I took as I went into this program, right? So even though I was learning about all of the different human design types, it was really benefiting me and my implementation of actually practicing what it meant to say no and watching my sacral get lit up from my nose, actually practicing what it took for me and my fiance to sleep separately a couple of nights a week because he's a manifester, right? And I'm a Manny Jen. So our energies just really were in conflict with each other. Kind of taking the break of saying, I'm kind of pushing my fiance to be more like a Manny Jen. So it really impacted my relationship with him. One of my best friends really pulls away for long periods of time and it was confusing for me. He's a projector. So it started impacting all of these different pieces. And then I started understanding my clients, right? Like the, the clients who were manifestors, I understood like, oh, this is why they want me to move so fast. This is this is why there's this huge vision. And I oh, have no now I get now I get their closed and repelling aura. <laughs> yep, exactly. Literally. And so- I harass all of my manifestor friends and <laughs> clients and things about their climb like I was like that closed and repelling aura is like really showing right now oh yeah oh yeah I had so many like the the manifestors like they get me they get me like I've loved working with some of them some of them weren't a good fit but it took human design for me to see misalignments in those things yeah so good and then you did resurrection that my yes. my infamous my world famous death and rebirth program and burned burned out overworked people pleasing christy died she could no longer yeah. come to the phone because she was dead she died she absolutely died like i am in a place like where I refuse to ever get burnt out ever again. And that's like the most powerful thing I could ever say, because I went through almost like six years of burnout looking back. Like I was that burnt out. I was that tired. And now I have the ability to have like the best doctors and take naps during the day and really recover from these years of burnout. But there was a really deep self-trust that came with that too, because listening to my sacral doesn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense, right? Sometimes it's like, hey, taking taking a nap's what you need. Hey, sometimes dropping a client is what you need. And these things don't equal me getting to where I want in my brain. But every single time I've made one of these moves from that's in alignment with my human design, it's like crazy stuff happens, right? And so killing that piece of me that's burnt out, I still have this piece of me that's like, will I ever let myself? And it's like, no, no, because I made myself just as important in as my clients by 
embodying my design. Ooh, that's like, I mean, that's it right there. We have to remember that while we're busy taking care of everyone, we're a part of everyone. Literally. We are also in the everyone, right? So if we're going to care for everyone, like whether that's your clients or your household, right? Your family, your friends, when we're caring for everyone, we are included in that. Um, so then I know after resurrection, we killed that Christy off. You were ready to make some big moves. And we were coming to the end of the launch for embodied. There were still just a couple of spots left, but it was not sold out. And I remember telling both you and Hannah, right. My, our OBM and telling the whole team, like, take the weekend off. Like I got this. I don't need anything from you. I'm riding this home. I got on my energy. I meditated. I took baths. I ate cheeseburgers naked in bed. I danced. I got on a couple of sales calls and I just really held the energy. And um, we ended up selling out and you took one of those spots. But I remember the conversation we had when I was telling you like, okay, like I got to get into gear. I have to reconnect to this because I have to fill these spots. And I just lovingly called you out <laughs> and was like, and PS Christy, why have you not joined yet? Because I literally created this container with like you in my mind. You were my ideal client at that time. Somebody who had been doing human design work, who had known all of it, right? Who was beginning to embody it, but was like really ready to fully integrate it into their lives in such a way that it wasn't really about like intellectualizing your human design and then applying it, but like really pulling it into your life so that it was like, you just started being in design instead of acting in design, you were being in design. Right. And I saw you at that step where you had learned your design, you were doing your design, but you weren't being your design yet. Right. So like, that was the archetype of the woman that I wanted for this mastermind. And so I was like, bitch, why have you not joined yet? Oh and, you were, and you were scared because, well, I'll let you tell everyone why you were so scared. <laughs> yeah, I was scared because human design had really become my passion. And I was scared that you were going to be like, no, you're stuck as my VA, right? Because the, these fears didn't make any sense, right? I have, I have this open head center that's just like stories. Let's create stories, right? And Scorpio moon, of course. So I talked to you really honestly. An, I was open, like, this is- an open solar plexus that like loves a little drama. Oh, it loves the drama. It loves it so much. I, I will create a story for drama. Like I work from home. <laughs> we need some drama. We're just like writing our own soap operas like in our minds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally. And so I, I, we had this really honest conversation and it was really relieving for me because I had talked to my fiance and my friends, like, I love human design. I love coaching, but I'm so scared to go into this container telling Kelly that I love these things because what if she holds any resentment towards me for not wanting to be a VA for forever? Right. And so we had this really honest conversation and it really reaffirmed who you were because you're like, you 
trust people's life's life paths and you trust people's passions and you trust people's desires over any selfish desire. Right. And so there was nothing there, but like encouragement and excitement that I had said what I truly wanted instead of being this people pleasing. I mean, Mm -hmm. in, in, in nice words, being this people pleasing hologram of what you wanted, because that's always what I used to be. Right. Like for bosses, I was, I was the people pleasing hologram and they liked me so much because I was literally a reflection of them and what they wanted. So having that conversation with you was really powerful because I stepped out of the hologram of what I thought you would want, because that was a made up story in my head anyway, and stepped into saying, Hey, this is what I desire. And you fully supported that. And I was just like, done. I'm in. Yeah. Well, cause the reality is, is like, I mean, you know, I've like cried tears over knowing that you won't stay in the role within my company that you are in now forever. And that like one day that will, sh- that will shift and change and eventually end. Right. Um, but maybe not. I mean, who knows what is, what is to come and what that could organically turn into. Right. Like we don't know, but that like, you won't be my VA person forever. I have tried to rope you into committing to graphics for life, no matter what else you're doing. Um, but, you know, even that may end at some point and that, you know, I hate that because I love you and you're such a valuable member of my team. But one of my company ethos is that like our humanity comes first and we as people come first. And if you do not love and enjoy and like wake up so excited and lit up to do the work that you're doing, I don't want you doing it. Right. Even if that means I have to hire somebody else and like you aside, I want someone in all of the roles of my company that are obsessed with their jobs and are obsessed with the work that they're doing. And so if you are not feeling that way about it anymore, then like, like that's not what we want. I don't want you in a position, right? Whether it's in my company or anybody other else, anyone else's company. And like, I'm almost using the you like collective, like the collective you now, like, like no one should be having to spend that many hours in a job or in a career doing something that they don't fully fucking love to do. And if coaching and human design were something that were giving you more excitement than like, yeah, we're going to help you do that. Right. And so it was like, okay, and we can do this and it's going to take communication between the two of us. Right. But like, I'm here to fully support you make the transition from high level VA to alignment coach, like in the best way possible. And like, it's going to be all good. And I was really excited for you. And I was really excited and honored again for you to come in and trust me like to, to hold you through that and to guide you through that and to stay objective. Yes. And that's the thing, like literally my sacral is so lit up working for your business and watching your business grow. Like I genuinely 
love you. I love your business and I love seeing it grow. And I love taking part in that. But my sacral has also showed me which clients are not aligned. Right. And so I'm making that shift in a really nervous system friendly way. And I don't have to make the decision of like, I'm no longer doing this thing at all because I love pieces of this still, but also we've created the space and the expansiveness for me to go over here into, into the coaching and alignment coaching and human design coaching. And it's crazy what's happening. Right. And so it's just like, I get to love both and be both because I'm Manny Jen. Yeah, exactly. Like you didn't have to choose. We just had to rearrange and make space for new things to come in by really getting clear on what was not working in your business, including who was not working. Right. And getting those no's out so we could welcome space for the new things to come in, right? And so yes. I love the way you you mentioned your nervous system and how we've like created this plan to like take out, you know, like end contracts and not renew with people who like it was not your favorite work to be doing, right? Because people think that just because you're like a VA or an OBM or whatever, that like you're basically doing the, the same thing in everybody's businesses, which is like completely false because everybody's businesses run so differently. And so like the tasks I totally. have you doing may be totally different than the tasks another client has you doing. Absolutely. It's so, so different. And as we like... Uh gave me the safety to trust my nose and understand that no's were actually like yeses to more space, more alignment, more money. That was huge because no used to mean I'm losing this much income per month mm. or no used to mean I'm not going to get referrals for this person anymore. So no's became this terrifying thing and we shifted it into no's are really good. Yeah. And I'll never forget the day in the mastermind that I had all of the women unmute themselves <laughs> and that we all like declared to you that like in that moment you were coach Christy and that we helped you to claim that for yourself because that was a big thing was like you had this identity as designer and VA and support person and so stepping into that role of full ownership full autonomy, full authority as a coach, like felt really scary. And you really claimed that identity that day and the journey I, and the way that coach Christy has unfolded and come to life, like is literally mind blowing. It's insane. Like I, I think it took two weeks to sell out my, the spaces that I had for my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I was opening one space and that sold before I even did my free event. And then it kind of led to me launching a program. And this was my first program as, as a human design slash alignment coach. And I sold nine of 10 spots. That was insane to me because I had this identity that this was not possible. And I've heard coaches say, like your first program, you're maybe only going to sell two to three spots and that's okay. And I was just like, I, I sold that. zero. <laughs> I sold zero to like my first 10 programs. Like I cannot even tell you how many programs of mine never happened because nobody signed up. Like zero K launches. I have had probably a dozen zero K launches and tons where I had 
three people inside. So for you to not only like sign a couple one-on-one clients, but also essentially, I mean, nine out of 10 is basically sold out, right? It's perfect. All in like, what, like a month or six weeks time. Yes. Yeah. It was, it happened so, so fast and it was all sacral led, right? Like I didn't want a sales page. I didn't make a sales page. I wrote copy in the way that I wanted to write copy. And there were big fears that came up during this time, right? Like, am I capable of this? Am I going to do this? And we worked through them in the mastermind. You were there for me while I was going through those things and held me to this level of like, you're trusting yourself. Like if this gets to work, you're allowed to feel your feelings, but also is this true? I'm like, no, maybe it's not true that I can only sell two to three spots, or maybe it's not true that I can't sell out my one-to-one spaces with a couple of posts. And we just kept proving all these things that I thought were rules as lies. Yeah. And that's ultimately like the, the core of like good coaching, in my opinion, is like, you know, we can witness the ego and all of the things that come up for us and we can we can understand that like that is not a bad thing, right? We get to hold space for our human, for all of the big feelings, for all of the big fears. And we get to be in that experience and, and humanize it and ourselves. But also like, then we get to go through and we get to examine like, is this absolutely true? Yes. Is this, is this like the end all be all 100% truth or are we open to the, just the possibility that there might be something else that could all, that could be more true. Totally. Or that there's another option available somewhere in the quantum, (laughs) right? That like, it's that this is that like, maybe this option could be true, but is there something else that could also be true? Right. And we can start to like deconstruct and move and shift from there. And then, you know, once we talk through at the end of the day, we have to get out of our heads. We have to get out of the cerebral kind of like picking through things and we have to just drop into our inner authorities, which for you is sacral, right? And like find the, that capital K knowing I always talk about, right? The capital K knowing, not what we know up in our heads, but we like what we know like deep in our souls. And that's the thing that often doesn't make sense. It can be irrational and unreasonable and illogical and Maybe even sometimes it almost feels irresponsible, right? But those, but when we trust that, when we're in full obedience and allegiance to ourselves and to soul, like that's where you make quantum leaps. That's where crazy shit happens. That's where your spots sell out before you even do the turn on event, right? That's when everything happens so easily is because you are walking the path that was forged for you. You're not trying to like go through the wilderness because like that seems to be a more dirty because that's like what everybody else is doing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. My sacral has led me to make some crazy decisions. And like a lot of it is, is like, I have Like I have doubled my client list since last, like probably four months ago, I'm working half as much. 
these were things that my sacral has led me through and I take naps every day. And when it's time to step back, I step back in full trust and knowing that the energy will come back and that I don't have to push and force through this. And my whole life used to be forcing and pushing. So is it still uncomfortable sometimes? Yeah, but my sacral knows, right? Ooh, I just got like chills up my spine. (laughs) Seriously, like the fact that you've doubled your work load, but halved the amount of time you're putting in, right? Um, And since you're trusting yourself so beautifully, right? And look at how that's paying off for you, right? Look how it's paying off in your income increasing and your relationships are shifting, right? Like, Everything is so, when you're in the flow of your design, right, things just get, for lack of a better word, easy. And when I say easy, I know you know this, right? It's really just about, like, there's less resistance to all of, like, right? It's just, it's like, it does not have to feel, life is not supposed to feel so hard all the time. Does that not mean that we're not going to have to problem solve or redirect or that things won't feel sticky or blocked or stagnant or that things might not actually be really fucking hard sometimes? Like, absolutely not. That's the reality of life, but it shouldn't feel like that all of the time or even a majority of the time. Totally, totally. And even with really hard decisions, I don't have to play in my brain for forever and wonder if I'm messing up my whole life. Like hard decisions, my sacral is leading me through those as well. And so it becomes one of those things where I know what to do. And I introduce my own resistance the longer I kind of say, oh, well, I don't know. I always know, right? And so Mm. now it's like when the no comes, I trust and I move with that. No. Right. Yeah. That just reminded me of a post that like I, I wrote, God, I don't know, a year or two ago that I came across when I was going through a content bank where it said like, when you know what to do or when you know who you are, you know what to do. And that is just like such the perfect like analogy for human design that like when you really know and understand who you are you always know what to do oh my god don't make me cry that's so beautiful that's how powerful it is because I understand who I am I understand that no is good I understand that my yeses are leading me like rose petals to my big desires and like I wouldn't know that without human design right Ooh, I love a good like seduction to my desires through my yeses and nos. That's oh, what it is. So good. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for coming on and sharing your story. I can't believe it all started with, well, I guess it really all started with you hating me because I had an annoying program about playing to make money. Um, but really it was because you trusted yourself and your interest in human design and 
through that embodiment, it's led you to all of the next right steps, right? It was just in classic generator fashion. Like you said yes to the thing that was in front of you that felt exciting and expansive. You are learning more about human design. You wanted to know more. You felt like there was something there for you. And you said yes to that when you joined, you know, my training program. And then like, after that, it was just the one next right step at a time. Like, cause I know you didn't join that program thinking like, I'm going to join this and become a human design coach. No, I just wanted to like learn more about it. Right. And maybe get a little more embodied and understand like how my sacral actually felt. Yeah. And here you are, you've changed your whole life. You've changed your income. You've changed your relationships. You're healing your body. I'm so proud of you. It's been such a joy and an honor for me to witness you and be a part of your journey. Oh, I love you. Thank you. It's been an honor to be part of your world too. Thank you. And thank you for being here today and sharing with all of the humans as well. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Redefine the Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, head over to iTunes and leave a review. And now that you've heard what I have to say, I want to hear your thoughts. Let's continue the conversation over on Instagram or in my free Facebook group, Redefine the Community, where you'll find dozens of hours of free trainings and daily tips on human design, embodied leadership, and pleasure-based business and living. I've dropped the links in the show notes, so head there for all the ways we can continue to connect. See you next episode.